How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We talked about it earlier as well, but another thing that was super impressive about that went on Saturday was the fact that your two guys, your two all-stars, some guys that we said were possible all-NBA guys, they had pretty pedestrian games. Now, they made some big buckets late, um, but as far as their stat line and overall, Sabonis, uh, we were marveled at the fact that he didn't get a double-double somehow. <laughs> 17 points, 8 rebounds. De'Aaron Fox, 18 points, 6 assists. And you were still able to win the game and put up 128 points with the bench coming in there. Damien talked about how five guys played off the bench. Four of them had double figures, and one of them, which was... Chemezi. Chemezi. Had, had nine. nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this team is, and the other thing about it, your, your starter went scoreless, Keegan Murray. Mm-hmm. So this team continues to show the depth that they have and what they can do. And now if you can add a guy like Kessler Edwards into this, and I'm not saying he's going to get 12 every time, but to be a very productive guy coming off the bench every time, it just adds to the depth now. Because now you've got a guy in Terrence Davis who's, put up big time numbers for you who's might not play in a game and they might not even drop off. They might not even feel the loss. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the beauty of this team. It's that they have all of these different types of players, types of scores, and it's really tough to game plan when you're just game planning teams are coming in and they're scouting really heavily De'Aaron Fox and Demonis Sabonis. And the game plan is how do we slow down these two guys? Mm. And that means that, Sometimes you got to send a, an extra body at one of them. Sometimes you got to send an extra body at both of them. Sometimes you got to collapse on them. Whatever it is, that just opens it up for everybody else. And these guys clearly, uh, Phoenix had a game plan to stop them. And it's something that you should look at when it comes to like a seven game series. Mm. Like, if you can stop De'Aaron Fox and Demonis Sabonis and still lose, that's a problem. Yeah. And the problem, you know, the Kings have, you know, maybe seven guys on this roster that can put up 30, that's big. So it doesn't have to be each of them going for 30 every night it or each of them going for 15 or 10. But the way that they're able to share the wealth and, you know, the, the assist numbers are astronomical this season. Um, but you have so many options, and there is no way to fully stop the Kings, which is why they have a historically good offense. Mm. You mentioned their bench a few minutes ago. You mentioned like um, what you just talked about with Domas and De'Aaron and how if you can game plan for them and still lose. That might be a, a separation factor that we haven't spent enough time talking about this season. 
how and, and rightfully so a lot of attention has been on De'Aaron and Domas and Mike Brown. This bench has at times been game-changing. I'd argue Saturday was a moment where it was game-changing. I think they've had a few other moments uh, this season where they've changed the game, and and I, I can't remember the team specifically, but I remember the, 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 the starters weren't playing well. Bench got them going. De'Aaron came in and closed it out. And to me, like, if when you, when you start, like, even tonight, this Kings bench is better than Milwaukee's. Mm. Their starting lineup is really, really good. <laughs> but the Kings bench, when you start lining them up against other ones, it's like the Kings might have an advantage against, you know, I, I don't know if they do the Clippers. There's probably a handful of teams that they don't. But, again, it's, it's a handful. It's three, two, three, four at most. Yeah, I mean the Kings bench is is really really good. Uh, on the downside, they don't you know they could still use more defensive presence there with the second unit. Mm-hmm. Outside of Davion, it's like three or four offensive guys. Um, so yeah, this bench can can bust you up for a bunch of points. They can also give up a bunch of points like the rest of the guys. Mm-hmm. So there is that flow, and there is a there isn't like the the switch that you can hit where you go to a defensive lineup. The the Kings mm-hmm. don't have a five-man lineup that they can put out there that you would consider, like, super defensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you can start peppering, you know, a, a guard lineup of Davion and, and De'Aaron with uh, with Kessler and Harrison Barnes and, and then uh, and Domas. But still, you're not looking at that as, like, a grade-A defensive squad. Um, yeah, I, but... What they're able to do is they're able to carry forward what their their basic core principles are. Remember earlier in the season when we were talking about how as soon as Domas steps off the floor, we see this major dip. Well, somehow they figured that out. And and kudos to a guy like Davion Mitchell who has stood out yep. probably the first 40 games of the season and stood out as someone who wasn't in the flow of the offense ever. And then all of a sudden you don't even notice him. And that's the good thing. When you notice him, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Now we're not noticing him, which means that he's cleaned up a lot of that stuff. There isn't the over-dribbling. There isn't the pounding the rock. You're seeing Chemezi Metu come out and make the right plays, set the screens, get the ball to somebody else, You know, play off of uh, the guards better and the forwards better. Uh, just overall, the, the movement's better. And, and it took that second unit longer to figure out than the first unit, but that's expected. The second unit doesn't have... Demonis Monis, who's running the whole thing. And they also, they don't have Fox, who his speed and quickness changes everything, collapses everything. Mm -hmm. And so, like, when you take those guys out and, you know, they're staggering their minutes and all that stuff, but I really do think that the second unit is finally figuring out who they are and what their identity is. And, again, you're watching Trey Lyles. Trey Lyles is so good. Yeah, Like, he's just walking out there and, like, okay, I'm ready. Just go ahead and kick me the ball. I'm going to hit every three. <laughs> the confidence level that he has right now in his shot, it's just off the charts. You're watching him like develop and grow just like everyone else is, and it's really fun to watch. The other um, thing about that is we talk about Kessler Edwards, you know, sometimes taking the place of Terrence Davis. Well, you even got a guy like Terrence Davis. I don't – at least I don't look at him as a negative on the defensive end. Say he's playing that day. He's he's a solid defender too. I think when you get into situations with him, is you know he's he's shorter than Kessler. So with you know say Chris Middleton or something like that, you want a little more length. But if he's out there guarding, we saw him guarding Luca. 
you know, when, when they came back against Dallas. And Luka had his way with him uh, a few times, but there was also times when Terrence run that battle and, and made him work. So they're starting – you mentioned it, James. They're starting to uh, accumulate a number of different guys that slowly but surely – we may not get here this year, but Monty's accumulating a certain amount of guys – that allowed him to play a number of different ways and still keep um, their offensive potency. Yeah. I mean, every single one of these guys has stepped up in different ways. And I don't know how many games this season I, I felt like Trey Lyles was like impactful in yeah, the win and winning. Mm-hmm. Like where you thought, okay, if they did not have Trey Lyles tonight and Trey Lyles wasn't this player tonight, the Kings would not have won. You've and seen it enough times to say, yeah. resign him. Yeah, it's probably it's probably like eight games, maybe maybe nine, but for a, a like the eighth guy on your roster to be that impactful, that's pretty tremendous. A guy that like even has fallen out of the rotation. I mean, he's played sixty games, but he's he hasn't been hurt all season long, so he's down about what six games off of. Uh, so he he's had six DNPs. Mm. Like I can't even imagine not having him out there on the court, and the fact that he can play the four and the five. Mm-hmm. just really changes everything because then you can go small ball and you can, you know, really have roster versatility. So I get a little bit like I've talked to, you know, Monty and Wes and those guys, part of their problem at the deadline was how do we, if we add players who loses, mm. who is going to be the, the people that aren't going to be on the court anymore. Mm. And is the upgrade going to be worth what it is we're, you know, what we're losing Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day you know they didn't get deals done whatever happened they thought they had a couple of deals whatever happened they didn't nothing you know materialized but i think they were comfortable going into the second half with you know a what's really a minor upgrade in in uh kessler edwards over over casey akpala and he's still like a guy who's on the bubble Mm -hmm. but like they're gonna face the same thing moving forward like Okay, if we're going to upgrade a position, how do we do it without either up, out upsetting the apple cart or with, uh, you know, losing something that we already have? Yeah. And so it's going to be difficult for them to do. Yeah. James, I'm going to give you some stats, some numbers, and you have to tell me what the hell they mean because I'm, I'm not sure I know. Okay. Uh, we know Keegan Murray was scoreless last night. It's the second time in three games. Three games. I think yep. it's four, but we'll go three because okay. you're 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 sharper than I am at that. So we'll go. We, regardless, second time he's scoreless in recent memory. Hmm. Kings are nine and zero when Keegan scores twenty or more. It's a tall ask, but nine and zero when he scores twenty or more. They're thirteen and five when he scores between eleven and fifteen. I don't know what any of that means because I feel like 20, especially with Domas and De'Aaron and even like Kevin Herter and the fact that we've made one mention of the fact that Harrison Barnes led the team with 19 points on Saturday. Like he can still get buckets for you. I feel like 20 is a tall ask uh, for Keegan Murray. But 11 to 15 feels like the range that you would want Keegan in and they have a really good record, 13 and 5, when he's able to do that. Yeah, I mean, it speaks to sort of the versatility of this team and how they have all these different scores that can do different things. And when Keegan scores like 11 to 15, is that what you said it mm-hmm. was? It, it, it's typically because he hits like three or four threes. 
And that just tells you, like, if he's hitting three or four threes, this team is nearly impossible to beat. Like, and when he's scoring 20, that means he's hitting five or six threes. Because he doesn't get a bunch of other shots, but if you got one guy hitting five or six threes, this team is nearly impossible to beat. What's the, if they hit 14 threes, what's their record? It's, Uh, Will Will Z. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. If you have Kevin Herter, I would like to see what their st- what their wind uh, record is when Kevin Herter hits four threes. Mm. It's probably they're one of the most unbeatable teams in the league. So, and that's the beauty of of this team. It's like Again, that doesn't happen very often anymore. Kevin? Yeah. No, it's happened a lot more than you think. Over the last like two weeks, he's been incredible. Mm. Like, I mean, there was a point where he was shooting like fifty-seven yeah, percent sure. again. Yeah. So, but there are also games where, I mean, how many games has Harrison Barnes scored over 20 or, or over 18 out of the last like three weeks? Mm-hmm. And we can go back and look and it's way more than you thought. Mm-hmm. And, and part of it is because this, this team scores a billion every night. Like they're, if you don't score 15, everyone's like looking at you like, hey man, like <laughs> what are you doing? Over there? Yeah. Where are you? Who are you over there? Like we all score 15, we all win. Like, there's so many scores on this team. It's crazy. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And and like I said before, I just think that puts a lot of pressure on other teams, man. Like, you're looking at uh, Phoenix at the end of that game on Saturday. And I don't want to go overboard and say there was, like, panic. But I felt like you could sense – once they got behind the Kings, like when uh, whatever happened with Domas and – I think he had a uh, pick and roll. Monk hit him on the pick and roll. They went up 117-115. Then Fox hit him, and they went up 119-115. There was a sense of, like, we have to, for Phoenix, we have to score right now. We have to score because they, they're scoring. They're scoring. You see the the clutch offensive rating that they have? That's no joke. That's over 60-something games now at this point. Like, they are dominant offensively in the clutch and that just puts pressure on the other team on the offensive end to have to score you know what i mean and i it's one of those things i remember seeing with those um those warriors teams and even today with steph but it's it's a little different but with you know the first year they won and then with kd and all this other stuff the pressure they would put on you to keep them from going on like a 8-0 run cuz you didn't score was you felt it watching the game and I feel like the Kings put that type of pressure on other teams to score to make sure it doesn't turn into an 8-0 run um, to cost them the game. Yeah, I mean, I think the cool thing about the the Kings' offense is it's very nuanced, and it and it's, it really depends on who is on the court at at each particular moment. So we talked about this, like the DHO, the dribble handoff, right? That where uh, Demonis Sabonis is orchestrating so much of the offense from the center position where they're feeding him and then he's playing off players around him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when he goes off the court, you go back to a traditional pick and roll where they're not using Chemezi Metu as the orchestrator of the offense. Mm-hmm. So that seems like something very subtle that doesn't mean that much where either the big man is is making the pass or the guard is basically using the big man to make the pass. Mm-hmm. But it's a huge difference, and when teams have to go back and forth and try to match up against both of those different looks, it, 
it's just really hard from one moment to the next to figure out what's happening. Mm -hmm. And that's why we see these moments where like, you know, Malik Monk and Shemezi Metu just start like this crazy chemistry in the pick and roll. It's because like the, uh, the opposing defense had set themselves up to play against Sabonis. You switched out players and now the whole game shifts. Mm -hmm. It's because it goes from, Again, a guard making a decision to a center making a decision back to a guard making a decision. And these, like the personalities between all of the different players on this team, it makes it so there are moments where Harrison Barnes is the one making the decision or or uh, De'Aaron Fox is the one with the ball and he's making the decision. And sometimes he's in the, the like pick and roll with Sabonis or he's not. So again, it's about the versatility and sort of all of these different looks that you have to prepare for, mm -hmm. which aren't just different like versions of the same play. They're very different versions in, of, of like complex plays that you have to figure out how to defend. Mm -hmm. I want to mention one thing on, on Kevin Herter. Cause I didn't I felt like I was going crazy there for a second. In the last 10 games, he's only made four plus threes, three times. Uh, he did it in back-to-back -back games uh, against uh, Minnesota and New Orleans where he hit six each. Uh, he hit four in Phoenix. or Yeah, in Phoenix. Interestingly enough, two of those are losses. Mm. They lost to Minnesota. They lost that first one to Phoenix. They beat New Orleans. Once you go past that Phoenix game, it, it, that, 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 that's the cold Kevin Herter stretch, and it is – it is slim pickings uh, once you once you start trailing back. I think there's one game of four plus threes in the calendar year, maybe two. I found one on the night. There's two, but he he seems to have these these hot and cold streaks, he, and he's not taking a lot because, as you noted, he's hitting at a high clip. He's hitting at fifty percent. Uh, he's just generally taking. He's three of six, three of seven uh, in a lot of these games. Or uh, I think we had a case where he was six of ten, six of nine. Uh, in a couple of these games as well. Yeah, over his last uh, 11 games, he shoot, he's shooting 44.4% from three, and he's averaging 15.9 points. So, well, yeah, he's on a hot streak. Yeah. The one good thing about Herter is that uh, even when he is missing the three, his three-point percentage, I mean, his field goal percentage is really high. So, mm -hmm. I mean, we're looking at a, a volume shooting three-point guy with a who's shooting 48.7% from the field. So it's one thing to shoot 39.9% from three, but there are a lot of guys out there in the league who are shooting around 42% when they're shooting 39.9 from three. He's shooting almost 49% from the field. And if I uh, dropped it to the 11 games that you just did, he's doing, he's shooting 53% from the field. Mm. Yeah. In addition to that three-point percentage that he has. Yeah, mm. I mean, there are times where, um, like, he's not playing well defensively or – or he's missing open looks and you got to go to a different direction. But I'd also say that like him and, uh, and Monk are dueling banjos. There are very few games where both of them are crazy good. Um, but between the two of them, probably you can look at their win percentage, probably 60 to 70% of the time, one of the two is gone off. Yeah. And it's, it's just how this, the function of this team. And he's playing like, Malik is playing more minutes and lately, mm -hmm. and so Kevin, uh, over his last eleven, is like twenty eight and a half minutes per game, um, and you know as opposed to like thirty one that he was averaging earlier in the season. And that always brings Malik's up the, at twenty two. By the way, 
uh, since. I'll do 22 in the last nine games because uh, I'm doing it since he came back from missing those two. Uh, and that's actually that's the all-star break. So since coming back from the all-star break, Malik is averaging 22 minutes per game. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Harrison Barnes, like he's been so good that people just like forget about it. So like over his last, what, six games, he's averaging 18.7. He's shooting 36% from three, but 53.7% overall. And he's getting to the free throw line like almost six times again, game. Mm-hmm. So all of them bring some weird value. Like it, there's very few players on this roster that. That's what I bring to the show for Kenny is weird <laughs> value. There you go. There's a, yeah, but you understand what I'm saying. Like there's yeah. there's very few players on this team that don't fit some sort Shoot, of. Shoot, I'll take Malik's energy. I'll just g- mm-hmm. give me Malik's vibe. Like that's yeah. that's what Malik brings. Just Malik's whole vibe works for the Sacramento Kings. It does. Yeah, I, I Sean continues to say he thinks he's the most important player on the team. I don't fully agree. Like I, I don't disagree with. I mean, there, I won't there are fight times, him on it. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, you. It's not worth fighting over. But there's certainly, <laughs> there's certainly moments where I'm like, it doesn't really matter if Malik's that impactful this game. The rest of the guys are that good, and and they're doing what they're doing. Like the team really struggles without Fox. The, mm. you know, if you take Sabonis out of the ro- out of the rotation, this team is really, really gonna struggle. Harrison Barnes has played all 66 games. We have no idea what this team would look like without Harrison Barnes this season, but I don't think anyone wants to see what that that feels like. Or next season. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. No, I wasn't going to say anything other than when we see, like, um, numbers like what you're talking about, or just not even numbers, just, man, it really feels like when Herder's on, Monk isn't on, and vice versa. You know what I mean? And it always makes people say, well, damn, mm-hmm. what if they start mm-hmm. clicking? <laughs> what if they all start clicking together for a 10-game period? Like, what does that look like? Or a seven-game series. Seven-game series. Yeah. Versatility. You're not prepared for this team to win a playoff series, are you? <laughs> You're not prepared for this team to go to the Western Conference Finals, are you, James? I have no idea where this team is gonna go. Like, going to go. I said it early far. in the season, like when we do projections before the season starts, I was very clear. I thought that this was uh, anywhere between 10 and 6. And I I just, they've outplayed that considerably. I did not think that they would have a chance at 50 wins. Look, like like we, James, you know me. We we talked about it all year long. I've been the most optimistic uh, media member that you can think of. I didn't see them being the second Mm -hmm. seed in, in the Western Conference. They have blown by obviously the most optimistic view that somebody would have had for them coming into the season. And it's great to see, but I, I didn't, I didn't see this coming. No, I don't think. And if you, you did see it, I, like I want to see your betting receipt, <laughs> like show me where you, where you had it. No, you talked to Kenny Carraway in December. Kenny <laughs> in December. <laughs> then things changed a little Kenny bit. Car- some people are a little late. Some people getting on board now. It's all right. It's all right. You're 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 in the cheap part of the train. We're in the first class section where the food and the alcohol is. Y'all can we ride got a in the table in front of. We have a table in front of our seat. Yeah, y'all in you the don't. cheap part. Yeah. You can ride, but you're in the cheap part. Yeah. And don't act like you're there first either. Mm. Don't act like you forward thinking. Mm. We know. We know what y'all out there doing. We see you. It's because Kendrick Perkins said something about the Kings. Y'all want to get on board? Because <laughs> JJ Reddick said, "Sorry, guys." No, 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 no. 
ain't the day. We're going to come back. Uh, we talked about the Phoenix game with James Ham. Let's talk about Milwaukee. Mm. Uh, let's talk about this upcoming stretch of basketball. It's a difficult one uh, for Sacramento, but that's what we said four games ago, and they've stepped to the challenge here, uh, being 8-1 uh, since the All-Star break. So we'll talk more Kings basketball with our 1320 Kings insider, James Ham when we return here on Dealer one kc brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Dealer with KC brought to you by Sky River Casino. Sky's the limit uh, at Sky River Casino. We'll be broadcasting live there on Friday. We hope that you can make it out. Sky River Casino is the place to play with over 2,000 of the newest slot machines and over 80 table games. Mm. Sky's the limit, baby. Get out there uh, this Friday, St. Patrick's Day. Watch the tournament. Uh, be a part of D-Lo and KC as we'll be broadcasting live. Our very first, nearly three years into this show, our very first live broadcast. Can't wait, man. I cannot wait. I am hyped up for this. Friday, St. Patrick's Day, NCAA tournament, D-Lo and KC. Can't wait. We, Kings play the Nets the night before, too. Ooh, I, need, I need a W. Yeah, Kings, Kings, play, Nets out Kings here. play the Nets. That's out here making moves. Li- I, I, I I'm going to keep saying it. Your boy did it again yesterday. Because he's good. Tried to tell y'all he was good. Ooh, we Michael Bridges out there hooping. Spencer Dinwiddie. They that's that's gonna be. That was a good trade. I mean, as good as it can be. That's probably the most useful thing mm-hmm. um, Sean Marks has ever done. No, good for Sean Marks. He finally did something useful. He did. <laughs> hey, you gonna you gonna drop? 
You gonna drop five dollars into one of the slot machines on Friday? You know what's funny about that? You know how I feel about gambling. I'll throw money away. I've Lord <laughs> knows I've done it a time or two, but I refuse to throw it away on gambling. That place is so nice. <laughs> Like, the machines are so new, and they're so nice. You just want to go, like, play at it. So the chances of me losing money on Friday are probably high. I'm going to the blackjack table at some point. Yeah. Okay. That sound. Clink, 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 clink. I think D'Lo Casey in the chatty house roaming around Sky River Casino at 4 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that'll be that'll be that'll be My that'll aunt, be something. She's big on the craps tables. She tried to they they have one over there. They play a little different than normal, but I just I can't. It yeah, I'm not into the craps. Okay, I may play though. I like craps. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Man. I, I don't know. I might. I, I don't care. I might play. What's roulette? Where you just like you 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 could, you can say you could just pick black or red and you, you can just win that always way. Always bet on black. I always yeah. bet on black. Passenger fifty seven. That's, that's what Wesley, Wesley Snipes, 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 Snipes said. Yeah. Yes, indeed. That was Wesley Snipes pre problems. Like he was <laughs> I, he was uh, one of the hottest actors in the game back then. Man. Right before Theo Huxtable flies out the the plane. Theo, the, <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm Jamar Warner does uh. <laughs> He does have a rough, <laughs> a rough end to that. Yeah. Um, Kings and Bucks tonight. Mm. Mm. I have a feeling about this game tonight, Hammer. And I told you last week. You know, I think that I think the Kings are going to get the Phoenix Suns. And the line of thinking is exactly the same with Milwaukee. It wasn't because Phoenix isn't a great basketball team, and it's certainly not because Milwaukee isn't a great basketball team. It's because the Kings have lost thirteen in a row mm. uh, to. Milwaukee, and I think they're aware of that. As James, as uh, Will Z noted, uh, Rudy Gay was the leading scorer, and Costa Kufis was the leading rebounder. Big ups, Costa. The last time the Kings beat the Milwaukee Bucks, it's at home. You've already lost to him this year. Giannis is—he's listed as questionable right now. I have my feelings about whether he's going to play or not. Uh, you're on a roll. You're headed to the rope, and I—I'm I, I, kind of feeling this one for the Kings. You know the they one. Good, they haven't beat them in seven years. The Kings are that's, really, really good point. the second time they face a team. Mm. Unless you're so, Atlanta. Unless yeah. you're Atlanta, and then you just lose to Atlanta every time <laughs> for no <laughs> reason. Well, they, the Kings are like Phoenix Draymond. Team. The Kings are like Draymond Green. though. it's hard to get up for them. Sorry, MFers <laughs> like like Atlanta. Well, when you play against the Hawks, first of all, John Collins wants to show up because he wants to come play for you. No, <laughs> uh, and then Bogdan Bogdanovich wants to show you up because. He, of course, is uh, your former guy. It was and the then, last time anyone thought about him. Yeah, we still happy for him. And then the I Kings passed on Trey. Was. I didn't care. <laughs> so he's always got a chip because they passed on him. And Trey lives with a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> now he's going to be it, back. Is that what stops Smart him from playing defense? Ground. I don't <laughs> know. I think his lack of a, a defensive ability keeps him from playing defense, and I yeah. think he's slightly overrated. Oh my. Wow. You know what I say that and I'm just remembering that conversation where he looked up his numbers. Yeah, he's not overrated. He's really good. He just he's not likable. No, there's He's well, not there likable. He's not there over he's that. not overrated. Then you he got DeJounte Murray. Really, really not likable either. Yeah, that whole that whole team isn't likable. Mm-hmm. Bogey about to turn heel any second. <laughs> Remember that one time Trey Young said the regular season was too boring for him? <laughs> oh my like, god. And it was like the fourth game of the season. I think playing defense is too boring for him. When as are these well. young dudes gonna show? Like John Morant talking about the West. Oh, we got the West. <laughs> Trey Young talking about the regular season's boring. 
Come on, man. Man, oh man. They uh, said they, they they think Bogey gonna be gone though at the end of the year. They said he's they think he's gonna opt out of his eighteen million for next year. Like, I don't oh think no, he's getting eighteen. That's he happening. might not get like a three eighteen. Uh, he just hasn't Yikes. stayed healthy. Oh, that's that's crazy. Two eighteen, he could get two eighteen. He's the new Raiders quarterback of the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> he's effective when, he, when he's out damn, there. He man. just can't place place your bets. Can't. And when you're in Vegas on the Raiders, just, man, you're getting good odds. <laughs> the odds <laughs> getting good. <laughs> Bet one dollar, win six thousand. <laughs> That's at least worth a like like a twenty dollar bet. Oh yeah, that's absolutely yeah, worth absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely worth wow. it. It's throwing away money though. We'll talk we'll talk about it tomorrow though. The Niners. Oof. Yeah. We got we got Sam Darnold. Game changer. Well. And then they well. got the big defensive lineman. <laughs> well, I was being sarcastic. Well then the, the division is starting to shape up the way I want it to. Oh. Jalen, we haven't even talked about Jesse's Dolphins. I know, I know. We're going to say that for Tuesday. It was okay. a busy weekend. Probably busy won't. Kings I'm going to be weekend. honest with you. It might not even be tomorrow. Well, Trista, remember, it's Trista oh, Tuesday. It's Trista Tuesday. It's, J- it's, it's uh, uh, Jason Jones. We got a yeah. Kings game tonight. Well, the Niners, they're when, going back to the 90s. When, That's why I like When it. free agency actually starts on Wednesday, yeah, we can cover all, the, all this stuff I that happened I've all this today. stuff today. I thought everything started on Wednesday. Well, it's well, legal tampering. Legal tampering. Legal tampering. Um, we did talk about Domas winning Western Conference Player of the Week. We right? didn't. No, how about that? Um, first time this season, right, for him? Or second? I don't think it's his first. Oh, okay. I think it's his second. I, okay. Between him and Fox, I think they have. They both have a couple, don't they? I thought it was funny that him and Joe got it. <laughs> Joe, Joe, I mean, Joel obviously very well deserving, but there are most people who think, a lot of people think that those might be your all-NBA second and third team centers. Yeah, I like that the NBA puts uh, puts Domas as a forward slash center, which means mm-hmm. that he could actually get uh, like a higher All NBA as a power forward than he could mm-hmm. as a center. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, they're getting sneaky. They're getting sneaky. I see him working. What? Okay, I feel like it's a whole other discussion to ask if they should change the way that they do that. But yeah, uh, I mean, like, what's Giannis? He's to me, he'd be a power forward because uh-huh. you got Brooke Lopez there playing center. Okay, man, Brooke Lopez second of the season for Domas. Yeah, second. second. Yeah, uh, January sixteenth, the week of January sixteenth, he won. Um, Brooke Lopez just all of a sudden decided he's going to be a great defensive player. At, I don't know what is he thirty <laughs> four. He changed his whole game. He did, <laughs> and it's thirty. That's crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. He'll be thirty five and uh, on April first. It's also crazy those guys are that that old. Like that, they've been in the league that long. I remember them in high school. Really? Goodness gracious! That's crazy. Yeah, I mean he's averaging two and a half blocks a game, which he's always been a good block man. Um, And the Kings were interested in him years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, but like just to become all of a sudden this incredible defensive player, it speaks really, really highly of his work ethic and and how hard he's worked off the court. Because, I mean, that guy isn't someone who jumps over a phone book very often. And he's just mobile enough to, to get it done. And, man, he, that's where I really don't like this matchup for the Kings because mm. they've got a bunch of really strong perimeter defenders. Mm-hmm. And then they funnel to him, and he's just become elite at, at protecting the rim. So, like, where De'Aaron Fox likes to live, it's going to be difficult with Drew Holiday hanging all over him on the perimeter. Well, that's going to be an interesting matchup because we talked about it a little bit earlier and then we had to go to break. We didn't really 
get into it too much, but that matchup with Drew Holiday, and I talked about how he had 31 in that first matchup. Well, I don't know what the criteria is. I don't know who else will be in the candidate and be a candidate for it, but I said De'Aaron Fox should possibly get some look at being all defensive team, uh, maybe second team for a point guard. And I think Doug Christie would cry <laughs> if that if that happened. Like Doug has been trying to manifest that for years, like is dating that, back to Radio Doug. Is that off though? I mean, when you we see him every day, we see him every night, and I think he's been really good on the defensive end. And I pointed out that one time when they played Dallas or. Something was going on, and I pointed. I think it was after the Clippers game, and I pointed yeah, out to the all Clippers. these games. Yeah. At the end of the games, who's the one guarding the other team's best player? And none of them are guarding De'Aaron. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron's guarding, guarding Paul George, Trey Young. It was Dallas too, because he had Luca. Yeah, Luca. Yeah, Kyrie. Dallas game. He was yeah. guarding Kyrie when they was going back and forth, and and who was guarding Fox? Josh Green mm-hmm. and and Norman Powell. I don't know exactly who it was, but it wasn't, wasn't Paul them. George. It wasn't yeah. them. And he takes his challenge. He did it the other night when he um, picked Chris Paul and, and kind of turned his water off in the fourth quarter. What you think about that, Ham? Because you kind of look at these things a little bit more. But I, I think at the very least you should get some consideration for second-team all-defense. Yeah, I mean, the problem is the Kings are historically bad on the defensive end. Not yeah, they're, they're not the worst, <laughs> but they are 25th in the NBA. <laughs> How many times can we be historically bad? Are we just starting to use the word historic? Because weren't we historically bad last year? Uh, two years ago. Oh, it was, two years it, ago. I think it was the worst defensive rating in the history of the game. Where, you know, here we are, fast forward two years, and the Kings have the best offensive rating in the history of the game. Well, we're going to be historic one way or another. Yeah, Jeez. just just be memorable, I guess. Is the King's, <laughs> That's motto. The King's motto. Be, be memorable. <laughs> you can be good, you can be bad. Be memorable, I think, is a bigger thing. And, you know, there's nothing worse than a boring, bad team. Um, the Kings, at least over the last, like, 12 years, most seasons have been, uh, like, at least somewhat exciting or chaotic uh, bad teams. So, like, there's always something to write about. Um, but now this is, you know, it's all about the good vibes. What's it going to say when, like, the the Mike Brown's preseason notebook gets leaked and it says, hey, don't be a turnstile for the first three quarters. Like, work on the defensive <laughs> end. But we're going to turn it up in crunch time. That's when we're turning it up. When we're in those clutch minutes, that's when we turn the defense up and then everyone's going to say, Mike Brown is a genius because his team – was in fact defensive, uh, terrible defensively for three quarters, but a top 10 defense when it came to clutch time. Yeah, they are good in the clutch. I mean, both, both sides of the court, you know, but the game does slow down. That's something Fox talked about recently. It's like in the fourth quarter, the game slows down a lot and it becomes more of a half court game. And the Kings can. They can beat you in transition. They can beat you in an up-tempo style. They can also beat you in a slow-down half-court battle. And I think, again, we speak about the versatility of the offense all the time. Uh, but they, you know, this is a team that you think would be the fastest team in the league. They're like ninth in the league in pace. Hmm. They just aren't. What they're really good at is two-point field goal percentage, which they've led the league like the entire season. And then they're really good, like their true shooting numbers off the charts, their uh, effective field goals off the charts. And so while they're a good three-point shooting team, and that's where we see the blow-up games where they're scoring like a million points, mm. um, it's it's that they're so good 
at getting the two point basket. And you know, if you're if you're shooting sixty percent from from two, that's one point two points per possession. And everyone else is shooting, you know, forty five percent. That's point nine. That means you're picking up point three points every single possession. It's tough to beat you. The um, the other thing about that offense that I see is the fact that they get one on ones all the time because you can't leave nobody, right? So Fox gets one on one. How many times do we see Domas get doubled in in the post? It seems like teams are kind of giving up on that because they know he if was you leave, triple teamed on Saturday. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, if you leave, he gonna find the open yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, totally. So your best bet might be like I think sometimes they think, man, I don't want to say let him score, but we'll take the two instead of the three. Basically, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I'll take my chances with DeAndre Ayton or Brooke Lopez one on one with Sabonis. He may get twenty five on him. But if Kevin Herter's got three threes and Monk is getting three threes off our double teams, like we can't, we have no chance. And that's just what adds this this offense, man. They get one on ones everywhere. Fox goes one on one. You try to double him, all right? You gonna make the right pass? Hit Monk who hits Kessler Edwards three ball game. Like they, the construction of the roster by Monty McNair, once again, executive of the year. I mean, it seems so simple, but he actually went out and did exactly what Sabonis and Fox needed to be their maximum selves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this team is shooting 59.2% from two. Mm-hmm. And they're second in the league in field goal percentage overall at 50%. They're fourth in the league in assists. I mean, all of these wow. numbers are just like, they're really, they average 27.1 assists per game. So uh, that that's crazy. But the two-point field goal percentage is just... Do you They're have so who's ahead of them by any chance on the assist list? Do you have who's ahead of them, or are you just looking at their rankings? Um, I, I know, I know the Warriors are ahead. Um, I can actually. Did you have you guys seen the Warriors defensive splits? The home and away. Yeah, I think I saw it over the weekend. It's yeah. insane, isn't it? Like one twenty on the road and like one ten. So it, per game or something like that. So it's the, some, it's something it's 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 something along the lines of like the twenty seventh worst defense mm-hmm. and at, oh, oh, away and like the fourth <laughs> at home they're so bad on the road it's in, no like sense. how does that that's insane it makes no sense no that's none of their stats make any sense that i mean they're home and road i mean in fact they can't win at all on the road mm. and the kings have the best road re- uh, record in the western conference they have one of the rest best road records in the nba top four I think it's the top. I think it's the the top three Eastern Conference teams, and then the Kings. Mm. Yeah, I'll confirm that right now. But I'm uh, pretty I sure think, that's what it is. I think they have the third best. They're nineteen and thirteen. Um, oh no. Yeah, Philadelphia is nineteen and twelve. So yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 Milwaukee. It's actually Boston has the best. Milwaukee second, Philly, and then Sacramento. Mm. Man. Warriors are seven and twenty six on the road. That's crazy. They're in the company of Houston and San Antonio. I don't think I don't think in Detroit. I don't think they've gotten a road win since I asked you. Will they get ten? They haven't. They haven't won since that, <laughs> that was moment. Like three weeks ago. They <laughs> have not won since you asked that question. Not a single, not one single road That's game crazy. since you asked that question. They have eight more road games still. Wow. That's not good. That's not good for them. 
Well, for Can them. Three I mean, the Kings, the Kings the are Final t- eight on the road. Two. Well, everyone keeps pointing out. One's at Houston. <laughs> like, literally everyone points oh. that out. Anthony yeah. Slater brought it up. Well, I know they got one in Houston. <laughs> so, that's, you know you're in bad shape if that's all you can, hey, you can go to. Look, look uh, the Kings may have nothing to play for. <laughs> Yo, they're at L.A., at Atlanta, at Memphis, at Houston, at Dallas. They might lose that Houston game. <laughs> they, li- they might lose against Houston. And when they play the Kings, like I said, they might not have nothing to play for. By the way. They might be able to get the Kings because Kings but, might have two seats yeah, locked It would be road win eight. Phoenix, <laughs> L.A., Atlanta, Memphis. <laughs> The how many games is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's ten. Mm-hmm. Nine of their next ten games, if you count NBA TV, are on national television. The one that's not is Houston. <laughs> and three of those are ESPN. One is TNT. Oh my gosh! Well, hey, I get it. It's Steph. I, I Steph, Steph is still Steph is still must see TV. I, they were on the two screens at the at the crib, and what he did in that fourth quarter, yeah, uh, to, to save Steph, save the, the Warriors. That's why I wouldn't want the Kings to play the Warriors <laughs> is because of that dude and what he. They can had do. no like, business winning that game. He can beat you by himself. Mm. Mm. Steph, he's one yeah. of like four players in the league who can beat you by themselves. Yeah. Mm. So, guys, before we get out of here, there's a video that was uh, I saw on Twitter, and it's I don't know where they. Is it JJ? <laughs> that's never that statement. Anytime you start with those words, it never ends well. Well, it, it's it's <laughs> I can't hear it. I'll have to listen to it later. But it's it's Luke Walton, oh, uh, giving a speech in the locker room to this Kings team, and number one, I can't imagine what he's saying. And then look, I'm looking at some of the players in this shot, and no wonder they didn't win 40 games. This is not a good collection. Did you, of did players. you retweet it? You yeah, said yeah, yeah. I, you I, said it's I on comment. Twitter. I just tagged you right now. <laughs> I mean, we're looking at Daquan. Oh, I told you guys Harry. that. Okay, okay. There's uh, who, th- who's my um, I, what's uh, my man's name? The lefty. I think we got time to pull this off. <laughs> Is it clean? Is it, it's clean? Okay. Yeah, it's I don't clean. know if it's clean. We have time. Oh, okay. And they're on TNT. I don't know how they got on TNT. Oh, I gotta. We've we've got to shit. This this has to be shared with the world. Screen it's might be clean because it's on TNT. Sc- so. Screen might look a little messy. Sorry. Thanks to our man Tony Zipteris. <laughs> look this. at some of these. This is gonna be fine as long as we keep spacing, sharing the ball. We're gonna score points. Defense, they have to feel us, and not just tonight. They have to feel us every single time we step on the court. Tonight's a great opportunity. This is a good offensive team. They play with spacing. They have shooting. There's like half I'm the motivated. players in that shot aren't in the league anymore. I'm motivated. <laughs> Let's go. I'm, I'm ready to do another four hours. I told you guys how tough it is, like, to if you're really being objective, <laughs> to look at the, the Luke Walton era and – and judge, like, look at this the team he opened no, I, Monty I McNair's no. first season. That was like oh, two years ago, too. Cow. That wasn't like looking back nine years ago. That was like two years ago. More Kings talk, more James Ham. Uh, we got it for you if you're on ESPN 1320 or the Odyssey app. Don't go anywhere. We'll run it back 
Next here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Go Kings! How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.